0: World. I'm Nikki, your host. And today, guys, I want to talk to you about what happened to the House Oversight Committee yesterday. I believe James Comer came out and his committee said that they finally have evidence that the Biden crime family is corrupt and is very much connected to the Chinese Communist Party. So I want to talk to you about that and so much more, guys. But before we go any further, guys, if you guys love Nikki's World so much, seriously, guys, seriously, can y'all please consider donating a cup of coffee for me? Because for the price of a cup of coffee at Starbucks, Dunkin' Donuts, and Cumberland Farms, guys, you guys help keep this podcast show alive. You guys help me curate more stories, more topics like this to talk about. I do accept Bitcoin donations I am on locals, guys, if you guys want to support and sponsor Nikki's World. If you guys love Nikki's World so much, please hit that like, subscribe. Please give me a review, good, bad, and the ugly. Also, I have affiliate links, including Audible, which this podcast show is syndicated on. So if you guys love listening to this podcast show on Audible, you guys can sign up on the link in the description below. And before we get this show on the road, literally, guys, if you guys love this episode and any of my other episodes on Nikki's World, please consider sharing this across all the social media platforms that are out there today. Woo-wee. Wow. Wow, guys. Wow. 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 what What a formality. Yeah. Yeah. And as you all know, guys, it's, it's, it's like probably Wednesday, but the show's going to be posted up on Thursday, so it'll be up there for you all. You know what I mean? So anyway, I got some great news before we get the show going. My, my uh, background check and uh, drug test came back. I applied to work for a company. I'm not naming the company for personal reasons, but I'm just saying that I it's official. I am going back to work, at, okay? So it's kind of great. So after spending a month of being unemployed, so it's good that I'm going back. So I'm glad. So that would be great so I could generate money and possibly pay my bills and... Possibly, like, let me see, buy my fishing gear and then buy my uh, camping gear so I can go nude camping in the summer as well. All right. So anyway, guys, I want to talk to you about what happened yesterday with the House Oversight Committee that came out with a press conference. And we all know it wasn't it wasn't like uh, featured in all the liberal news networks like what? CNN. MSNBC, ABC, CBS, NBC, you know, or, you know, so didn't, they didn't air it. So it was aired on what social media. And it seems, and it's like this, the house, the house oversight committee with the chairman, James, James Comer said, said like this, that the, that the white house is lying and protecting Joe Biden and his criminal family. Okay? So, even uh, Representative MTG Marjorie Taylor Greene, she posted evidence on her social media that Joe Biden Joe Biden's running a criminal empire. Yeah. So, basically guys, Joe Biden and his co- corrupt criminal family is more deep and more extensive than fucking Hillary Clinton's criminal organization. Yeah, but the but the sad thing is, I'm gonna say this and I'm gonna say this bluntly: nothing's gonna come about this after what happened yesterday with the House Oversight Committee and with Chairman James Comer and Representative Marjorie Taylor Greene, this, like coming out with evidence that the Biden crime family is corrupt and is connected with the Chinese Communist Party. Nothing is going to happen. Nothing no, no nothing is going to come about this because the fact of the matter is is that Joe Biden is protected by the deep state, the Democrat party and Obama operatives. It's as simple as that and he's also protected by the Chinese Communist Party who who has what handlers inside the DNC protecting this guy. So to me nothing's going to come about. You know, all these investigations that the House Republicans are doing to me, they're not mounting to anything. They're not going to they're not going to they're not going to mount to an impeachment, okay? Unlike the Democrats that impeached the like, Trump twice on made-up charges that proved to be, like, what? Bullshit. But to the to the Republicans, put your money where your fucking mouth is and actions speak louder than words. It's that simple. It's either put up, shut up, or I want action, let's talk. Okay? Or as they say, a little less conversation and a little more action. Yes. A little less conversation, man. I want less conversation. I want to see action. Okay? We all know Joe Biden's corrupt. We all know Joe Biden. We all know Joe Biden and his criminal family and the DNC is as corrupt as ever. They are they are in bed with the Chinese Communist Party. And this press conference from, like, Wednesday's House Oversight Committee laid out the evidence that, yes, the Chinese Communist Party is funneling money to Joe Biden and his son, Hunter Biden, for access to the U.S. government through shell companies. And they're getting paid off by these fake companies. Yeah. To me, guys, this is corruption. This is stuff that would get you impeached. But then again, the left and the Democrats destroyed what what impeachment means. Because they impeached Trump on a quid pro quo, which months later turned out to be bullshit. But they impeached him because they hate his guts, because he can't be controlled. But now you got a, you got a senile, dementia resident who has his finger on the nuclear button, I'm like this. When are the Republicans going to start considering impeaching Joe Biden on the same standard that Democrats did to Donald Trump? When? When are they going to do it? Or is it that or is it that the House Speaker Kevin McCarthy is too damn scared to to do to do what the people have asked him? Or is it that Marjorie Taylor Greene and the House Oversight Committee is too scared to stand up to the Democrats? Are they? Because it looks like they are. But the but the but the but the, but the facts lay out that. Republicans have the majority in the House. They don't need the Democrats. They could just vote by simple majority and say, yes, we're gonna pass articles in and Now it's going on to the Senate. Pretty much, guys. Pretty much. But the problem is, problem is, guys, in the in the New York Post this article, and I'm gonna talk about this. And it's in the an opinion section. Deep state can't cover for the scale of the Biden corruption. Okay, I will read you the synopsis of this article. If the bombshells on un, unleashed Wednesday morning House Oversight oh, Committee press conference had been about the corruption of a Republican president by millions of dollars in foreign bribes to his family, the clamor for impeachment would have been deafening. But, but, the, and here's the second qu- paragraph. And this is why I'm stating this. But Joe Biden has the protection of the deep state and unscrupulous Democrat lawyers, so accountability will be slower, though no less certain if Oversight Chairman James Comer continues his dogged pursuit of the money. Basically, I come to agree with this. Because you know why? Joe Biden's protected by the deep state. Joe Biden's protected by the Democrat National Party, leftists, liberals, and then including the Chinese Communist Party. There is, no way to, there is no way right now in a divided government that you're going to be able to impeach a president over this shit. We have the evidence. It's just that, it's just that it, ha- it has to get bad enough for Democrats to sit there and say, "This, is, this we can't stand anymore this we can't stand anymore. This guy's got to go. It has to get bad enough for Democrats. And to me for the side of the Democrats, it ain't bad enough for them. But for the Republicans, yeah, this is bad. This is bad. How how are how how was it that during his time as a vice president that his son like took bribes from foreign companies and foreign countries to gain access to his daddy who got access to the US government to me guys to me guys it it just it just it just smacks corruption of the highest order it it, it smacks corruption because the fact of the matter is is like this and even in the New York Post has this: how the Biden family used shell companies to enrich themselves. It's a, it's it's that simple. They took bribes. the 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 the, the member the entire members of the Biden crime family took bribes. Okay, they 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 took bribes and they raked in millions from foreign entities. Okay, and this was during the time when he was vice president under. Under under Barack Obama. Yeah. But to me, guys, it just shows that this guy was corrupt. But they wanted to ram his ass into the White House because the Democrats wanted to get rid of Trump at all costs. They wanted to get rid of him. But the way I look at it is like this. This guy was corrupt to the core This guy This guy like Hid money in so many places That that it ain't even funny His son Was like selling access To his daddy Like if it was a three ring circus Pretty much Pretty much But to me I look at it like this. Nothing will ever get done. The, the the thought of him getting impeached is a nice idea, but nothing is ever going to get done because the corrupt the corrupt swamp in Washington D.C. is doing is pulling all the stops to protect him. Yeah, they literally are. And at the same time, ladies and gentlemen You have the fact that He's being protected by the DNC The the far left squad The swamp The deep state okay, And even the Chinese spies The fact of the matter is, guys Republicans can talk the talk All they fucking want But they're never going to Push anything forward Okay They're never I mean It's nice that we now have concrete evidence That Joe Biden And this criminal family Is corrupt to the core And is as corrupt As the Clinton crime family Trust me Trust me when I say this Ladies and gentlemen Trust me when I say this they it's nice that they came out with the evidence, okay? It's nice that through, through their investigation that they knew Hunter Biden was corrupt to the core and, and he sold access to the U.S. government and they in and, 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 and many of his emails said, the big guy gets his cut, which meant that, what, Joe Biden, which was what they called the big guy, To me, guys, to me, I look at it like this. It has to, they have, the Republicans have to get their collective asses together and decide what's good for the country. It's, It's this. Democrats impeach Trump for bullshit crimes that turned out to be nothing. But now you got concrete evidence that Joe Biden is corrupt and treasonous, and it it begs the question, when are the Republicans going to impeach Biden on the same standard that Democrats did to Trump? When? Because it's time that we have to teach the Democrats a lesson and say, hey, your rules you you tried this on Trump. Now we're gonna get to try it on Biden. See how fast they shut this down in less than five seconds. See how fast. But I'll bet you they will. Because to me, guys, to me, the way the way I look at this, Joe Biden is not gonna survive 2024. There's a there's a quite a few options here that the Republicans are doing. One, they're either gonna impeach him, and then next thing you know, they're gonna have to deal with the uh, laughing hyena, word salad, the uh, the Kamala Harris. They're gonna have to deal with that cankle of an of a laughing stock. Or the Republicans are playing smart because they know the 2024 presidential election is coming up next year. So they're gonna play this, they're gonna play, they're gonna play the smart long game, and I believe they're gonna go for the latter instead of the direct impeachment route, which then winds up being that they're gonna have to deal with Kamala Harris, who becomes the interim president. So, to me, ladies and gentlemen, to me, I think I think what's going to happen here, guys, and hear me out this, is that the Republicans are going to play the long game and they're going to use every investigation out there to basically smear... The living fucking daylights out of the Democrats in the 2024 election. Because they know that if they impeach him immediately, they're going to have to deal with Kamala Harris until the presidential election cycle. And then they're going to have to figure out whether they're going to be dealing with Gavin Newsom, Robert Kennedy Jr., Trump or DeSantis. Either way, guys. I think impeachment is going to be. The worst idea, because if you impeach. Joe Biden, Kamala Harris then becomes the interim president until the election in 2024. Okay, Then we're going to be dealing with a whole new set of problems with her. So I think the Republicans are going to play smart and play the long game, and they know that the 2024 presidential elections next year, okay? You already got people running for president, okay? There's rumors on the Democrat side that Gavin Newsom is throwing his name in the ring. okay? Then you have Robert F. Kennedy Jr., which is another one, all right? And then on the Republican side, you have... Trump and DeSantis, okay? So the Republicans are playing smart because they know that they want to damage Joe Biden and the DNC as much as they can in 2024. By doing that now, they're saving themselves from having to deal with Kamala Harris until the 2024 election. But if they impeach him now... Then they're then then they're gonna have a whole new set of nightmares to deal with. Okay, we're gonna have this like Kamala Harris who makes up so much word salad that my god, it fucking gives me a stroke. You know, and then you got one who doesn't who ridicules her staff so much that oh my god, then it makes me wonder why she she blew so many people just to get to where she is. <clears throat> hmm. So, I do think Comer, Jim Jordan, Kevin McCarthy, MTG, they're playing it smart. They're playing the long game. They're, they're playing, they know that if, come out, if they impeach Biden right now, they're going to have to deal with the laughing hyena until the 2024 presidential election, which is next year. So they're gonna be they're gonna be facing with that prospect. But I believe they're playing smart and playing the long game, folks. And the long game is this. Why would you wanna impeach Joe Biden when we are close to the twenty twenty four presidential election? Okay? Right now, they're all running to run for office. You got can't people put throwing their names in the hat. Republicans are realizing this and going. We don't want to deal with Kamala Harris. So let's play it smart and gather enough evidence and enough dirt to slam the slam him right into the corner. okay? slam him right out of office and then and then hope that we can we can get RFK or Trump or DeSantis. And then and then knowing that RFK, yeah, he's famous because he is the nephew, he his or his dad, Robert F. Kennedy's senior, and his and then he's related to his uncle, John F. Kennedy, you know, so they're playing it smart. They're playing the long game. So to me guys, impeachment is is basically going to open up another can of worms and then open up another disaster with Kamala Harris. So to me, I think the Republicans are going to play it smart. They're going to play the long game. And that long game is they're going to basically have enough dirt on Joe Biden to sink him no matter how rough the country is. Because they know that if they get Robert F. Kennedy... Trump or DeSantis, the country can start to repair and repair itself and heal. That simple. Okay, but if they impeach him now, we're gonna have a whole set of can of worms that I don't think I don't think any conservative pundit right now or any Republican wants to deal with. Okay. Because the country's a fucking mess right now The country's a fucking nightmare As we speak Okay So Play it smart Play the long game Okay Don't go for the short game of Oh yeah getting him impeached Getting him out of office is a good thing But then we have a whole sudden nightmare Around the corner that we're gonna have to deal with But instead Play the long game Get as much dirt on this, get as much dirt on him that you, that like this, in, in, in any election, a Republican could win a seat, no matter if it's the local, county, state or federal level, preferably the state and federal level we can deal with, yeah, but the count local and county level, pff, I wouldn't care less, but. Like I said, I would I would care more at the state and federal level. Okay, so that's why that's why I think they're playing the long game. Now, you can doubt me on this. You can doubt me on this one, guys. But I do believe that we are we are watching the Republicans play the long game on Joe Biden. Impeaching him would be a nightmare to either side. And they don't want to do it Knowing that There's probably what A midterm election in Congress And there's probably a few Governor seats up There's probably a few Legislator seats There's probably a few House and Senate seats up So They're playing this long game So the bigger game they're playing for Is the presidential one So that's why I believe that Impeaching Joe Biden Will open up a bigger disaster Than what we are dealing with Whereas We play the long game Gather as much dirt as we can And hope to damage him And his party so much That a Republican Would win an election In a fucking landslide Whether at the local, county, state, or federal level. Either way, guys. The long game is better than the short game. And to me. I would rather wait it out until 2024. Which is like next year. Then we can start doing damage. To Joe Biden and his DNC so badly. That. He, he would not have any chance of ever running for office. And to me, guys, that's the best outcome we can get right now in the, in the situation that we're in. I know there will be other conservative pundits out there and conservative podcasters who will be calling for Joe Biden to be impeached with the evidence that we have from the House Oversight Committee, and then we're waiting from the House Judiciary Committee By Jim Jordan. So I'm saying this. If you if you if Republicans decide to go through the impeachment route, I hope they have their insurance policy covered. I hope they have I hope they have their seats locked in all through the next presidential cycle. Because if they decide to go through the impeachment route, I'm giving y'all fair warning here, guys. And y'all can flag it on Thursday, May 11th at 1243 a.m. in the morning. Okay? That if the Republicans in the House decide to go through the impeachment route, they are opening themselves up for a shitstorm. And they are basically setting themselves up. To be elected out of office Unless of course they can lock up the votes immediately Or basically Republican strategists can come up with a way of saying Hey look, would you rather have Joe Biden and his fucked up Democrats Who's, who's fucking up the country right now and, and burning it to the ground Or at least a Republican who can attempt to fix the problem you know, the you know how Dan Bongino would say the Democrats are the cause of all your problems, the Republicans are not the solution, but at least they'll fix your problem. That's the same thing I'm going to say because Democrats are the cause of all the problems we we have in this country. Republicans aren't the best best solution, but at least they'll, they'll attempt to fix it or they'll attempt to mitigate it. They they will but that's the best outcome we can hope for. But, I'm, but I'll say this, and I'll say this clearly. We do not want to have to face Kamala Harris as an interim president. We don't want to face that prospect. So either we played a long game or we played a short game, impeach Biden, and then have to deal with the interim president which would be what kamala harris the laughing hyena yeah pretty much pretty much all right one thing i want to talk about guys is this gay this this lying sack of shit new york republican by the name of george santos and he's a gay republican by the way That he lied his... He lied... He lied his ass to get into Congress. Including lied on... Lied about his past and everything. You know what I mean? I'm sitting there going like this. (sighs) How the fuck did Republicans... Especially in New York State... Got this guy to run... And didn't vet him out very carefully is beyond me. Now it came to a point now that he that just yesterday that the FBI finally put criminal charges on this guy. 13 charges. Wow. Yeah. He has a 13 count indictment and and can and can face 20 years in prison. I got news for you, George Santos. When you go to federal prison, don't drop the soap. Don't drop the soap in the shower. Because inmates know inmates will find out that you're gay. <laughs> I'm telling you, man, don't drop the soap. Don't drop it. This guy, George Santos, he lied his way during the during the midterm elections, okay? And how he, how the people in his district elected him, knowing that he lied on his resume to get in, is beyond me. Yeah, it, it, it's basically beyond me. And even like this, I'm, I'm post millennial. All my articles that, all the things I talk about today, guys will be linked in the description below. Excuse me there. From the Post-Millennial, criminal charges have reportedly been filed against Representative George Santos, a Republican of New York who's been under fire over the past history of lying. Second paragraph, federal prosecutors filed the charges under... SEAL and Santos, who is reportedly expected to appear in federal court in New York's Eastern District on Wednesday, sources told the network the charges have not yet been made public. Okay, so basically like this, this freshman Republican has been under investigation by the corrupt FBI and the corrupt DOJ who've been looking into alleged false claims in Santos's campaign finance reports, as well as lies about his family background. Basically, I want to say I want to say like this. How the fuck did this asshole get get to Congress? It seems that he's pulling the AOC, okay? He's pulling the occasional cortex like uh, you know, which is which makes me wonder how f- fucking dumb are the voters in in his district to vote for a lying sack of shit into Congress? It's it's beyond me, you know. And even Gateway Pundit has it. Okay, GOP Rep George Santos surrendered at a courthouse in Central Islip, New York, on Wednesday. The federal grand jury returned a 13-count indictment. Sandals is facing up to 20 years in prison if convicted. Okay. And even WABC reported, and I'm quoting from there verbatim, he is charged with seven counts of wire fraud, three counts of money laundering, one count of theft of public funds, and two counts of making materially false statements to the House of Representatives. I'm telling you, man. I just want to know how the fuck did day the New York, allowed a gay liar in Congress? It's, it's, it's fucking beyond me, guys. It is. It, it it's fucking beyond me. Okay. And then and then and then on top of it, even on. Even on uh, the blaze, the title goes like this. Representative George Santos in custody on federal charges. And 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 I'm going to read you the first paragraph. George Santos, a Republican congressman from New York, has surrendered to federal agents and is in custody facing federal charges. So the lying sack of shit lied his way into Congress. And now... That the investigation is coming out saying This sack of shit lied his ass to get in (laughs) Folks This is why I say like this I can never trust a politician Because they fucking lie through their teeth They fucking lie like a sack of shit They really do They really do But if he was a Democrat, in my opinion, they wouldn't be in an investigation on him. The Democrats would bury the story so deep that by the time you figured out that he was lying through through your ass, he'd be out of Congress by now, raking in millions of dollars. Yeah. But since he's a Republican, oh man, you know <laughs> they're going to go after him with... Everything, including the damn kitchen sink. Even that's corny by my fucking standards. But the bigger question is... How fucking retarded are the voters in the 3rd Congressional District in New York to vote for a lying sack of shit in Congress? That's all I want to know. I want to know, does the 3rd Congressional District in New York have idiot voters who who can't tell that a douchebag like George Santos is a lying sack of shit who's l- who lied to get his ass into congress and who's probably doing the democrat version of AOC <laughs> to me <coughs> it just speaks volumes it just speaks volumes it does it does it speaks vo- it speaks tons of volumes Okay? I mean, literally, it speaks volumes. It really does. It really, it really, it, it really does. But, to me, to me, the larger question is, is like this. Why hasn't, why, why didn't, why did the New York State Republicans allow this lying sack of shit to run, run for Congress? it seems their their vetting system is broken it seems like it but to, but 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 to let him run and and ultimately get elected to congress i'm like what the fuck new york I, i'm like have have the new york republicans lost a few brain cells somewhere Have they? Have they really lost their collective mind? Because now you got to deal with this shit? Come on, man. Get get smarter here, man. This This is why I say in a larger context, Republicans and conservatives need to do a better job in vetting candidates to run for office. They need to do a better job. Okay, George Santos is a lesson for the Republican and conservative movement to do a better job in vetting people to run for office. They need to. They seriously need to. Okay, this guy will this guy will ultimately serve a lesson to conservatives and Republicans in saying if you're going to run for office, you have to go through a vetting process. Before we can say, yeah, you can run for office. Your background has to be spotless and basically verified before we can let you run for office. But how do you let this lying sack of shit in, in the Congress? <laughs> I'd like to be the fly on the wall to, to hear what they said. Because it'd be, it'd be pretty much interesting. It would be very it would be very interesting to hear hear their their excuse on this. It would. It really would, guys. Anyway, I want to talk about the the this article, okay? I want to talk about these three articles. These three articles have a central theme here, okay? And this comes from like the post-millennial, bright bar and the blaze, okay? The theme of all this is like this. A San Francisco border supervisor, okay, by the name of Dean Preston, he's announcing a proposal that would prevent private security guards from carrying guns. Now, some people may disagree with this, but I would disagree with him on, on, on a lot of grounds on this, guys. I will. And hear me out, guys. Hear me out before you butcher the living fucking daylights out of me. Okay? Hear me out. The reason I agree, okay, the reason why I agree with Dean Preston in preventing security guards from being armed, because, look, the security guard industry is not regulated. It has, it it, it hires scrupulous people, questionable background OK, they you have people who have questionable backgrounds who should not be security guards in the first place. OK, and some of these security guards who wind up being security guards get their what guard card and then all of a sudden get their like not even thinking they think that, oh, I have a security guard card. That means I can carry a guard. But the problem is. None of these people shouldn't be security guards if you can't pass a background check to get a gun. The fact of the matter is, I don't believe security guards should be armed. The only exception to that rule is, if you're guarding money or nuclear material, that's a whole other story. And that's a whole other topic. But if you're guarding retail and all that shit, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. You should not be armed. The only exception to that is if you pass a back, if you pass the same background check that is required to get a pistol permit or a concealed carry permit, which means in the state of Connecticut, you'd have to be checked by your local police and if they Give, and if they've done their background check and give approval, it goes up to the state police for them to do their background check to get their approval and signature. Once that's done, it gets sent to the FBI to do a background check. And if they approve or disapprove, then you don't get to carry a gun and you don't get to be a security guard. That is that simple. The fact of the matter is you have people... Who have questionable background becoming security guards? Those are the most dangerous people that you want to encounter at a store. I I agree with 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 I agree with like a, with Dean Preston, who's the who's a member of the board of supervisors for San Francisco. I agree with him. That he's introducing legislation aimed at limiting the use of guns by security guards at businesses across the city. I agree with him because many of the security guards should not even be allowed to carry guns. Okay. Now, in my opinion, if they want to carry, I would say the very least. They should be allowed to carry a pepper ball gun. That's it. That's it. But they would have to be subject to the same concealed carry permit regulations or the pistol permit regulations that everybody else, including me, has to be subject to. So and like me, guys, in order for me to be able to carry a pistol in the state of Connecticut, I had to go through a firearms training by an instructor. Know the state self-defense regulations inside and out. And I was tested in and quizzed on it. Yes, I am. And then had to go through live fire training in front of an instructor that he has to sign off to the state police saying I passed the class. And then afterwards, go through the myriads of background checks by local, state, and FBI before I was ever allowed to go to the state police headquarters and pick up my pistol permit card. I agree on that. I agree that security guards should be forced that. And on top of that, they should be forced to mandatory background checks and mandatory inspections. That means any police officer, any... Any, like, local, state, or, must, or let's say that local, county, state, or federal law enforcement would have the authority to walk into a security guard company or walk unannounced to a security guard and say, guess what, inspection time. And if they fail inspection, throw them right out of the job and ban them for life. I've seen stories where you have like scrupulous people who who work for a security guard company who have like like questionable background okay who have background that you probably wondered why they never became police officers okay you probably wonder why these people never made it past selection or never made it past the interview to be a police officer. Or probably never passed the polygraph or the psychiatric background. You, you probably wonder why they became security guards. Because they couldn't pass the, the psychiatrist or the polygraph exam. And believe me. And believe me. I've seen security guards who shouldn't be security guards in the damn fucking first place. So just that's why I am one of those pro second amendment people who believe open carry okay who believes that everybody should have the right to open carry and a and in an open carry society is a polite society. Because it makes people think twice about doing stupid shit. Yeah, it, it does. But then you have scrupulous security guards who think they're cops. Just because they have the word security and they think that, oh, I'm a, I'm a law enforcement officer. No, you're not, dumbass. No, you're not. And you're not covered by what they call Public immunity. You're not. You're not. And if you do something stupid, like kill someone while protecting a, a property or business, you can be charged with murder. You don't have public immunity. You can be charged with capital, up-to-capital felony murder and possibly face either life in prison or the fucking death penalty. But to me this is why I carry. Because if I have to deal with stupid idiotic security guards who think they're they're law enforcement, who think they're above the law, let me tell you something. I I carry. I'm not afraid to stand my ground. I'm not afraid to self-defense. I'm not I'm not, but I I understand where he he's proposing this and I understand because here's the thing I understand that why he wants to limit security guards but I think my my thing is my take on this is that he should just restrict it to bank security guards the ones that guard the money okay but retail security should be should be banned from owning a gun. Should be should be banned across the board. And I would be on board with that. I would be on board. But the fact of the matter, the fact is, guys, is that I agree with what he's doing. And even though it may sound idiotic to y'all, but if you look at the security guard industry as a whole, who they hire to be security guards, what kind of background check they they've got, if and I and I and I'll say this: do a random background check on a security guard. Wouldn't be surprised if you find out that they were convicted, convicted felons, or they were convicted of minor crimes like like assault, battery, drug crime. Or drunk driving, that should be enough to say, no, thank you, we don't want you, you can go work somewhere else. But this is why, guys, I firmly believe, I firmly believe that an armed, open society is a polite society. And I believe that people should have a right to open carry. They should. They really, really should. Because to me, an, an armed open society is really a polite society. It really is. But the fact of the matter is, some of these security guard companies that are propping up right now, because a lot of military veterans are com- coming out of the field or coming out of the military, they're creating their own like s- security Guard companies, patrol companies, and probably, like, hiring scrupulous people, people with questionable backgrounds, and people that would make you question like this. You wonder why they couldn't pass the background check to be a a, a police officer, or a trooper, or, or a game warden. You probably wonder why they couldn't pass it, but why they let them, like be a security guard for like a mall or store is beyond me yeah and that's why it's like this i'm one of those who is a proponent of open carry open carry makes people think twice it does it really does because once you open carry you make people think twice about doing stupid shit about doing doing stupid shit to you know but to me I agree with what Dean Preston wants to do by restricting security guards and I'm all for restricting and heavily regulating them, which means saying that if you have a convicted fel if you have a conviction, whether a felony or a misdemeanor that should exclude you from from the job, okay. And if you don't have a psychiatrist signing a letter stating you're competent, that you can handle the job under stress, sorry, you can't do it. So we they won't hire you. But the problem is, you have you have these these security guards who are nothing more than than wannabe police officers, okay. Who think that they're cops, but they're not, end up like going above the law of thinking that, oh, I'm a just because just because I have a, a a fake badge, you and and I drive like a like like a like a car who thinks that they're cops. I don't think so, dude. I don't think so. <clears throat> to me, I look at it like this. And I look at it like this wholeheartedly, is that Many of these like uh security guards they have this mentality that they think that they're law enforcement that they think they're police officers that they think that they're they're above the law, and many of these like security guard companies try to dress themselves like like police officers, which makes the public like weary of these people and I'm like nah man, nah some of them even even go so far as Trying to get like a concealed carry to carry a real gun like a cop. And I'm like, that's, any lawyer in a courtroom will eat them alive. And by the time all all is said and done, these people are going to wind up in a prison cell and never see freedom ever fucking again. But that's why I'm all for heavily regulating and restricting security guards. Yeah, that means they would have they would they would be so heavily regulated that all they can do is sit at a desk, see what's going on, phone call a cop, that's it. They can't confront, and if they and if they're watching a camera, all they can do is say hand the tape to the cop and say, Here you go, you do what you want with it. It's that simple. But if they carry a but if but if these security guards also and carry a gun, and act like wannabe cops, then they don't have any public immunity, and you can treat them like like a criminal. You can you can basically say like this: just put them down. Just just say like this: nope. You you get put down. It's that simple. But that's why I that's why I agree with what the what the San Francisco Board of Supervisor wants because I've seen stories where you have security guards who act like want to be cops and then all of a sudden like kill someone okay that to me is like no no we shouldn't tolerate that we should not tolerate this kind of bullshit we shouldn't and that's why I firmly believe that people, that people who work in the security field should be heavily regulated. That means the state police can literally regulate what security guards can and cannot do and say, no, you're not allowed to carry guns, not on my watch. Nope. Unless, of course, you're And the only exception would be unless you're guarding a bank or a nuclear power plant. That is a different story. It's that simple. But if you're just guarding a mall and a retail, I'm sorry. You can't carry lethal lethal weapons because the liability is too great. And the fact that you would be facing a long prison sentence, the very least is what, 10 to 15 years for manslaughter? Yeah. Yeah. I would say no. And I would and if I was a councilman or like a town com like the town council members, I'd be like this. Nope. I would ban it in my town. I would say security guards in my in my town would not be allowed to carry a gun. Unless of course you are guarding a bank. And if you are guarding a bank then that is then that will be the only exception to the rule that that's why I am dead set against security guards being armed because the the amount of like idiots that the company hires it it is it really is guys, and that's why I'm dead set against it i'm I'm really am. And for me, as a pro Second Amendment individual, I believe less-than-lethal has a place, and it does have a place for security guards. But to me, they would have to—they would have to face the same regulations as any concealed carry. So, for so for me, I would say like this: if a if a security guard wanted to carry he or she would have to go through the same pistol permit class as everyone else and know the same rules and regulations, okay? But they would not be allowed to carry lethal weapons. They can only carry less than lethal, like a taser or a pepper ball gun or a burner. That would be the only exception that would be allowed, and that would be one I would support. Okay, but carrying a lethal gun as a security guard, fuck you. You open yourself to liability and then you would force people, you would force everyone to open carry just to protect themselves from your ass. It's that simple. It is. It's that simple. But anyway, guys, anyway, I thank you all for listening to Nikki's World. I'm Nikki, your host. I'll see y'all soon. Bye for now. You just listened to an episode of Nikki's World. Thanks for listening. We'll see y'all soon. Bye for now.